Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Yud Aleph, Pasuk Tesvav, Me Liyididi Bevesi. We saw yesterday, in the beginning of Perik Yud Aleph, a predictably disastrous failure of an attempt to read B'nai Yisrael, the Tochacha, the covenant that binds B'nai Yisrael to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It makes no change. It doesn't move people to tshuva. It is predictably unsuccessful. And so the Perak Yudalit ended yesterday, Pasuk Yudalit, with the command to Yermio, don't even pray for them. Don't praise and enjoy. Because I will not listen to them when they call to me with their evil. And so now the Navi picks up and the Pesach says, Literally, what is my friend or what is my beloved doing in my house, meaning the base Hamikdash. And predictably, the Mephoshim are all over in one of those me or Marel me situations. Who is saying this? So the Radak is saying, it's Yirmiyah who's saying this to Hashem. In other words, why would Hashem continue to rest his Shechina in, in the base Hamikdash? Why? And so therefore, why do it? On the other hand, the Malbin says that it is Hashem Chiyamiyahu, who of course we know is a Kohen, telling him, stop performing what you do in the temple. The Avodah are offering prayers, which he didn't, he wasn't an active Kohen, but stop ministering to them in my temple. There is a beautiful Agarata. In Gemara Menachos, Pasuk Perik Dafnun Gimel Amud Beis. Let me read it to you. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, B'shah Shechara Beis Hamikdash. When the temple was destroyed, Matzu Hakadosh Baruch Hu LaAbraham Shehayah Omeid BeBeis Hamikdash. He found Abraham standing in the Beis Hamikdash. Omalo. Ma Lididi Bevesi, that's our sentence, saying, What is my beloved Avraham doing in my temple? Omalo, Al Iske Banai Basi. Avraham says, I come with regard to my children. Answers the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Omalo, Chatu Begalu. Your children have sinned and will be exiled. Omalo, Shema Beshoge Chatu. Baruch Hu, and Avram is pleading for them. Perhaps it was Bishkaga. Amalo Asosa Hamzamasa. Kaddish Baruch Hu answers, she does it deliberately. She carries out her schemes deliberately. Amalo Shemami Utan Chatu. Perhaps it's only a minority. Avram pleads with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Amalo Harabin. It's the many. Hayolachol Iskar Bedismila. Says Avraham, you should remember the tremendous har they got in the covenant of Mila. 
Ubatar Kodesh Yabdu Malayach, that's in the Pasuk, he says the sacred flesh is passed away from you. They couldn't care less about Milo. Amalo, so Avram comes back again. Shema imim namatnelahem hoyu chosrasen b'tshuva. Maybe if you would wait for them, don't take action immediately, they would repent. Amalo kira'asti estalozi, the rest of the sentence. When you do evil, that's when they rejoice. They don't rejoice over the simchas of Torah and the simchas of learning. When there is bad things, they rejoice. When they bring down somebody else's reputation, they rejoice. Avram breaks into uncontrolled crying. Are you saying there is no remedy for them? At that point, that's the next sentence which we will learn, said, that a leafy olive tree, which B'nai Yisrael is called by the Kodesh Rosh beautiful, with shapely fruit. In other words, just as the olive tree's destiny is fulfilled as at its end, so the children of Israel, their destiny is still ahead of them. Perhaps it will be achieved by the Messianic period. So we see that the third way of reading that sentence is the Kaddish Baruch Hu to Abraham. Continues the Navi in that very sentence. What are you doing in my house? That you have done the terrible things which you have done in public. The great ones carry out the the evil schemes that they have done. They have ceased the sanctity of Mila, of circumcision. They no longer follow it. And then when they commit some sort of Averas, then they are happy. That gives them the joy. Um, a neighbor's misfortune, that's when you rejoice. Continues the Navi, and we get into that beautiful metaphor that we learned just now in Menachos about the olive tree. Zayas Ranon Yofet Pritoa. A leafy olive tree with beautiful fruit is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu calls you. But now, under great commotion, with great Kehitzisa he has set it afire, the Ra'u Dolyosov. He has set it afire and its branches are broken. We know that the metaphor of the olive tree, which B'nai Yisrael is always described as, is a beautiful, beautiful metaphor. Um, in the Shir Hamalos, one of the Shir Hamalos that we read, uh, Motzei Shabbos, it says, Ubanayich kishisule zeitim sabiv l'shulchanecha. 
that your sons will surround you at the table like olive branches. The glory of the olive branches will be in your children. And why the olive is a metaphor? First, it is a fresh all year. It gives off a beautiful fruit. It exists um, in all kinds of weather. It gives of its light, its oil. It provides light. Its leaves, as we say, are in shape all year. That is why it is compared to B'nai Yisrael, a beautiful way of describing them. And yet, but you, Israel, you, the beautiful olive tree, the beloved of the Kaddish Baruch who planted you, has spoken evil of you, because of the evil of B'nai Yisrael, who have done so much to anger me, in their sacrifices to the Baal and other forms of idol worship. In other words, the embarrassment here is that the one who planted you is going to destroy you. That the one who planted you in, in, in blessing now wants to destroy you. Now comes a fascinating, fascinating, bizarre incident where the Kaddish Baruch Hu is telling Yirmiyahu or has informed Yirmiyahu of an assassination plot against him. Moreover, it's not an assassination plot that would kill him openly, that they would disguise. It's a poison plot. Moreover, and even worse, is the conspirators in the plot are his lancemen, as it were, from Anatot, where he was born, the city of Kohanim. They are the ones who are doing it. Let's see exactly what we mean here. Vashem Hodiani, Kaddish Baruch Hu let me know something, and I learned it. I would not have known it had not the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Oz hirisani ma'alalehem. And now I see the depth of your evil because we are referring to the plot. Anikekeves aluf, literally, I am a lamb being led to the slaughter, yuval litboach. Velo yodati ki olai chashvu machshavos nashchisa eitz balachmo. I had no idea that they are planning conspiracies that will poison my bread. And I will be erased from the lands of the Chaim, the living, and my name will not be heard anymore. I will die an anonymous, ignominious death. It's not even like an assassination. I'm going to be poisoned quietly by my own kinsfolk. Hashem Tzvaot Shofei Tzedek the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who is the Shofet Tzedek, who looks into our intestines and our hearts to see our thoughts. I call on you to show your vengeance. Because they have shown you 
what they plan to do. You have discovered it. You should be angry as well as I am. Thus says the Kaddish Baruch Hu on Asos. Hamavakshim es nafshecha lemor who ask of your soul trying to kill you. Lo sinavei b'shem Hashem below samusu biyodenu. I will say to them that you will not prophesy in the name of the Kaddish Baruch Hu below samusu biyodenu, and you will not die in our hands. In other words, they're saying that they just don't want him prophesying. They don't want his prophecies, and that's why he will die in their hand. Therefore, I am going to visit my vengeance upon them, uh, the people of Anatot. The young men will die with the sword, with no sehem, their sons and daughters, Yomusu Barav will die by famine. There will be no remnant of Anatot. I will bring my vengeance on Anatot um, as vengeance for what they have done. It's very interesting if you read the Malbin where the Malman is telling us, Achar let me read it to that I am going to bring you evil, a total Chorban. They prayed that the Kaddish Baruch Hu would advance their punishment. Achar they did Shuva. After what they did, they somehow did tshuva for what happened. And as a result, we will learn that in the return from Bavel, Anatot is spared. It is spared because of its tshuva. But it's a very terrifying plot. And by the way, it's not the uh, last one we're going to see against Yirmiyahu. But it shows you the depth of evil of some of the people of Israel, that they are ready to kill the Navi for his prophecies. They are ready to kill him in a poisonous manner so that it would not take effect. It would be a slow death, but a death that leaves him anonymous, leaves his message undelivered. Emir Tzashem, a more hopeful Nevoah, 8.45 a.m. Friday.